so sick we recorded it wicks nice welcome nice. to critically ashamed the podcast where we review the same movie twice and hope that the second time it's even worse <laughs> mike's audio that mike's audio is good the second time i'm jimmy i'm chris i'm the third one and of course we have joe who is still on his what do they call it when a monk isn't talking, like a silent strike or something? I believe it's oh, called jinx. Like a monk. Oh, he got yeah. jinxed. That's why monks don't talk, because they got jinxed and they can't find a coke all the way up in Indonesia. Yeah, they have uh, they have like the habit over there to say the exact same thing at the same time. I don't know why. Does it count if you both go, hmm, at the same time? And then you jinx the guy? That's a good question. Does it does it count if you both sneeze at the same time? Actually, oh. has anybody ever sneezed at the same time? Probably not. It seems it's like licking your elbow, or sneezing with your eyes open, or sneezing at the same time as somebody. All impossible. I would like to see that though. Like I bet you sneezing at the same time as somebody in the same room is higher is a lower chance than winning the lottery. Actually, I think there's a law in Kentucky, and Joe, you can correct me if I'm wrong. That if you sneeze at the same time as someone and you're both in the same room, you're actually legally married. Joe? Did you say illegally married? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, illegally married. Yeah. So I guess we should get to the second round of what's the movie for this week again? <laughs> the movie is Lovebirds, The Lovebirds, and Mike was in this movie because I already forgot. Kumal Namjiani and Kumanji. Issa Ray. Kumanji, right? Yeah, yeah, Jumanji. All right. And Paul Sparks, no relation to Jimmy. Oh. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't double check that. Still up in the air. Still up in the air. Uh, this movie is about two people that have been going out for a while. <laughs> don't don't mind that. <laughs> what the hell is going on at your house? Somebody's trying to break in and Jameson has gone nuts. Alright, so a couple classic a couple's on their way. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't get through this. Hold on. That's crazy. That's the first time he's ever parked. Hey Mike, uh, give us a summary on this real quick. So the summary is, I don't remember what the hell the movie's about. Oh, so the guy and the girl decide that they're going to break up. Uh, they hit a guy with their car, and then they go on a wild and crazy adventure to try to find out who the murderer is and not get arrested by the police. Very nice, Mike. <laughs> Short and sweet, and I knew it completely. Mm-hmm. So the, our movie begins with the heroes meeting for the first time at some sort of party. I don't really remember 
I think it was a one night stand. One night stand. What it looked like. They like he was leaving her apartment, but then they end up hanging out all day and hitting it off. Mm-hmm. So then they play this little kissy game. I don't even know. Is that what it was? <laughs> it was like it was like I is that your kiss face? And then the guy's like, oh, I forget. He was just kind of like, no, is that your kiss face? But then they ended up kissing. And then the I want to kiss you face, which I guess we can cover this again. What is your guys? Do you guys have I want to kiss you faces? My I want to kiss you face is kind of like, you know how when you lick a a sour patch that's like real sour oh mm-hmm. that's basically my i want to kiss you face like i have like a real sour face whenever i like really want to kiss you not you but you you know what i mean you yeah the the that's royal fun. you yeah. Way too what's yours like mike so as i explained in the first recording what i do is i take my jaw i unhinge it all snake like I stretch my bottom lip up to the back of my neck. And then I get down into like a crab walk position and I slowly like lurch forward. (laughs) I I let go of my lip and I just lunge forward and do kind of like the alien style face sucker technique. I couldn't remember all of those details, but it was even better the second time. Yeah. What about you, Chris? And you, Christopher? Mine is, uh, you know that face you make when you're about to have like the biggest sneeze of your life, but then there's the only other person in your room's your cousin, and they look like they're about to sneeze too, and you're afraid of being illegally married to them. That is essentially the face I make when I kiss somebody. <laughs> what is the face I'm looking <laughs> Like you're going to sneeze. Illegally married. (laughs) Well, I'm kind of scared. It's the face of having to sneeze, but you're also scared to sneeze because if you do, you'll be illegally married to your cousin. Oh, that face! Exactly. I'm sure everybody fully understands what I'm saying. I'm sorry about Jameson today. He's very uh. Very he's ram- a rowdy yeah, boy. He's very rambunctious today. He's barking at everybody that walks by today. Oh, and then we have Joe. Joe's making his I want to kiss you face. Mike, can you describe it for everybody? That's his face. I thought it was real. <laughs> 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 his lips are so puckered <laughs> that I thought he was mooning me. Oh, I think that's description enough. Uh, what do we, we got the bio. Okay. So we're already into the movie. So four years so, later, four years later. Yes. The amazing race fight. They're fighting about the amazing race. They, one of them believes they can do it. The other one doesn't. Don't remember which one is <laughs> the lady, the lady. Oh, what do we have for names here? We Le- have Leilani and Gibran. Leilani and Gibran. Gibrani. Okay. Gibroni. <laughs> Uh, Leilani thinks they'd be good and Jabroni is like we can't even decide on a freaking restaurant dude how are we gonna win this like international race thing 
so this whole time it kind of seemed like a joke argument but then they get in the car to actually go to the party oh well i guess you don't want to well, you don't want to talk about the yeah, we had the, you don't want to talk about the the, the the sexy look oh, yeah. and then the the yelp reviews yeah he does a lot of yelp reviews yeah he does his hour-long yelp review which is important he's doing it for the people i sometimes i look at yelp would you trust the review that said that they got mouthfucked by the dead sea uh probably because i don't want that well only if this restaurant was near or around the dead sea because if that was about like the mcdonald's over here in texas i, I wouldn't believe that <laughs> but if it was like a like the waitress, the waiter brought me outside and mouthfucked me with the Dead Sea. If you were on the Dead Sea, then you'd. What if you were? What if you were into that though? You think someone goes there, tries to get that, and then they're upset that that wasn't on the menu? Quick trivia. Maybe. Quick trivia question: uh, Who sings a song called Dead Sea? Easy. That is so easy. I'm not even gonna answer, Mike. You can answer. I can't even. It just. So juvenile. What if I, what if I just said it's like the Dead Sea? Limp Biscuit. You told me you were like the Dead Sea. Fred Durst. Is that the Lumineers. Yes, it is. Give, I was actually just listening to them today. Give this man an award, please. I only know my Lumineers if they're sung by you, James. Nice. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even know if it's them singing. Actually, he won't recognize. They're them. supposed to be in Boston on like in like September, ish. But I. Don't know, not with the with the Roni going around. I was supposed to go to SummerSlam in freaking August. Mm. I, I won tickets on the radio, and that jizz isn't gonna come. Are they gonna refund you, like free tickets again? I hope so. That'd be nice to be able to go something that I actually wanted to see. It's it's that's kind of rare too, because like not like you don't often win something, so and and that thing doesn't often get canceled when you win. <laughs> The tickets to that place you want to go to. Goddamn Rona. All right. It's unfortunate. Let's get back to this review on this movie that we want to finish so fast. Mike, what were the what were the lines? The only line I had that he said to her, he said, your dress looks fun and sexy. And she says, what do you mean? And then he says, like, fucky cheese. Oh, she says, like, Chuck E. Cheese. Right? And then yeah. she says, he says, fucky cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dece, yeah, Dece line. probably the best. Line. And then he had the the planned freaky sex moment, where she said that she wants freaky sex, and he's like, "I can give you freaky sex. We just need to link up our Google calendars so we can plan it out." And then there's another one where I don't know what the context of this is, but it's never been hit by a truck, but I know it would suck. I think that's in reference to an orgy or a threesome, because she was saying. That she wanted to try that out. He's like, I don't want to try that. Like, How do you know you don't want to try it? He's like, Well, I know that I've never been hit by a truck, but I wouldn't want to get hit by a truck. Touche. So then they're driving across town. And, Ka- and, and Cat Williams appears, right? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> he's in the back seat. I don't know. They don't address why he's there, they don't address his character being there. No, so they have. They're talking about the IT guy, Keith, who always steals jokes, his jokes from Cat Williams. And they're going on and on another argument. And Gibran says that he doesn't want to be with somebody that's so shallow. And Leilani says that she doesn't want to be with somebody that's a failure. 
and it's at this moment they realize that they don't want to be together anymore. That sad, sad moment where you realize you hate each other. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like one time I was with you guys in a car, and I realized I don't want to be friends with you guys anymore. Do you guys remember that time? Best day of my life. Yep. And we're still not friends this day. We just do this <laughs> to this day for S's still and still not friends for S's and G's. We're just in it for the money. As soon as the money dries up, this is over with. <laughs> Except for that Joe. Add money. I love me some Joey. Is that because of his "I want to kiss you" face? Yeah, that's exactly it. I can't, I can't blame tiny, you. Tiny, tender hands and that overly sexualized kissy face. <laughs> overly butthole-ish. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, what happens next, Mike? They hit a person. Whoopsies. Driving down an alleyway, they fail to see the bike coming straight at them. And they hit this dude, which luckily he, you know, there's a specific way. You're supposed to roll over the hood of a, a truck or a car if you get hit. And I think he did that. That's why he survived. But even though he was launched like 10 feet into the air. But he was wearing a helmet. So, he was good. It's a good PSA. Don't forget to wear your helmet. Mm-hmm. So, they get out of the car. Go to check on him. Make sure he's all right. He's in a panic. Just wants to get out of the, get out of there. So, they're telling him, like, oh, should we should we call the police or something? He's like, no, no, I gotta go. Like, sorry about, like, getting hit by your car. And he takes off on his bike. And a... A guy runs up to their car, starts banging on the window, tells him to uh, move into the back seat because he's a police officer and he's trying to catch the guy on the bike. And I'm trying to figure out, I was trying to figure out how uh, Gibran knew to take the the left turn to cut the bicyclist off. Like, we talked about it the first time. He had, like, his Google Maps up. But again... If he took, if he's like, oh, we can take this left to cut him off. The only way that would be physically possible if that road was shaped like a U and the bike couldn't go any other direction other than the street that they were about to go down. Yeah, I think it was just maybe. Let's just assume it was a U because he was pretty confident about that left. But nevertheless, they do catch up to him. And then the policeman who commandeered the car runs the bicycle guy over and then proceeds to back over him in front over him if you can say like that and then back over him and then front over him (laughs) (laughs) don't front me over i think it would be forward over him forward over him i guess yeah 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 forward forward over him my apologies forwarded him gave me a quad tap Mm-hmm. That's rule what, Mike, from Zombieland? Extra points if you if you know this one. What? The double tap. What rule is it, the double tap on Zombieland? Isn't that Zombieland? rule number one? I think it is. And it was actually rule number Emma Stone. <laughs> Good luck next time. Oh, I thought you were going to say 69. 
<laughs> you sicko. Now I have to mark it as explicit. Have you guys watched I the new Zombieland? Have you seen the new Zombieland? No, was it good? It was. Uh, it was uh, pretty good. I like. Middle Ditch was, was in it. Dish. He was funny, as usual. How's that water? Refreshing. This podcast is brought to you by water. It's refreshing. All right. And it's not juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is low sugar. Uh, anyway, so then the biker guy's dead, right? Yeah. And the cop guy gets out and does he take something off of his body? I can't remember. He's looking through his pockets trying to find the cell phone, I think. Oh. And he looks at uh, looks at Leilani and Gibran and takes out a gun and starts walking towards the car. But then he hears the two most annoying people of the movie start approaching these hipster, like this hipster couple, who like instantly start basically like crying. And Gibran and Leilani get out of the car. Him from the back seat, her from the passenger seat. And the two people look at them and are like, oh my god, did you kill this man with your car? No, like somebody else killed But your blood is, his blood is on you. I understand, but that's from when I hit him earlier. So you did kill him. He's like, no, I hit him with my car, but he was alive then. But he's not alive now. This is basically like a word for word like reenactment of how this line goes. Yeah, it really was. Except for make pretend I'm like about to cry saying the lines of the hipster guy. So then the hipster girl calls the police to report a murder. And Gibran like looks at Leilani goes, all right, on the count of three. She's on the count of three, what? On the count of three. And like, one, two, three. And he just starts running and she stands there and... She, uh, uh, Leilani yells out, run, Jabron, like, Jabron, where are you going? And Jabron says, Leilani, run. So now the lady's on the phone with the police, like, his name's Jabron, and he's, he's a person, he just so happens to be a person of color, and her name's Leilani, and she just so happens to be black. Could you send, like, the police over now? Mike, do you have the script? In front of you right now. You wish I had the script. I just got freaking notes for days. Mike, did you yeah, write this movie? I don't wanna I don't wanna brag, but no. <laughs> that is a brag. Yeah, and like uh, their story was also very unbelievable. I don't know if I would have the way he explained it, it was like Yeah, I I hit info. this guy earlier. And then I hit him again, so I do have his blood. Is it, yeah, like there was no need for him to say all of that. You could have just said, "No, nah, I didn't kill him." And yeah. like Mike pointed out before, nobody gets out of the driver's seat. Uh, he gets out of the back seat, and she gets out of the passenger seat, which would be confusing to see. And then it takes us to the diner, where they're discussing what just happened. And their waitress walks up. I forget what, uh, she sees the blood and I forget what Gibran tells her happened. And Leilani says that they were painting their house blood colors. But I wish I remembered excuse. what the hell Gibran said. 
I think Gibran didn't Gibran say he was fighting somebody boxing or is that that happened at the dinner party later mm. I don't know what his excuse is at that point I think he just said he spilled something on himself and she said she didn't have blood I think he said I spilled something blood colored on myself something like that very interesting if they both but this comes to the best line in the movie, in my opinion, when they get milkshakes. Well, first he asked for some. He asked for al- two alcohols. It reminds we me don't of serve that. alcohols. It reminds <laughs> me of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia when he's like, "Can we have two, two, two cracks, please?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so then they order. They end up ordering two shakes, milkshakes. And they get the milkshake, and then they also get the extra in the like metal container. So he goes off on this monologue about why why don't they just measure how much milkshake they need to make to fit in the cup? He's like, why do they make so much? And then they're like, oh, it didn't fit. Here's the extra. He's like, they don't do it. They don't do that with other stuff like spaghetti. You don't get a plate of spaghetti, and then a second plate, and they're like, we made too much. Here's the extra. It was almost like a Jerry Seinfeld. Like, what's up with that? It's not milk. Yeah. And it's not it shake. It basically was like a stand-up bit. Well, they also like... I don't even know what this means, but... Murderous beard and murderous brow. Thoughts? Is oh, that... that's when Leilani is having Gibran explain to her, like... How she would, how he would approach the police, saying that they were innocent. He's like, "Hello, Mister Police Officer. Hey, brown boy. Oh, this is me covering my body cam because I'm gonna beat your ass." He's like, "No, let me just explain what happened." So we got in the car, and the guy ran the other guy over. He's like, "Yeah, look at you with your murderous brow and your murderous beard." He's like, "You said you liked my beard." Good, good. But it's just her talking about how him, them both being of color would just lead to them being eaten up and thrown in jail. That's true. Like, um, the darker your skin gets, the more of a murderer you become. I've read. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> what about Batman? Oh my God, he's the biggest. Of, he's the biggest murderer of them all. No wonder why the cops are always trying to find him. Yeah. So then what, Mike? I'm lost. Uh, so the police try calling Leilani because her car was found at the scene of the crime. And she's talking to them, says that they're at home. She does she does a little fake bit where, like, so you're at home. And you say that your car is at home right now? She's like, yeah, let me just look out the window. Oh, my God, my car's not there. And, and Gibran instantly takes the phone from her and dunks it into well, like the milkshake. Yeah, because the wait the waitress comes over and is like, "Can I get you anything else?" And the cop was like, "Wait, are you guys at a restaurant?" <laughs> oh yeah, that's why. He then, dunks he, then he dunks it in the convenient extra container of uh, milkshake. Very highly filled container of milk. So then I think they go outside and discuss their plans. They're like, "What are we gonna do? We're gonna are we gonna follow the?" the trails of this phone that we found and then jabroni's all like who do you think we are cobb and shaw is it cobbs and shaw or cobb and shaw um, <laughs> corn cob and corn cob, <laughs> corn cob and 
and shop. You know, in the era of corn and Brennan Shop. <laughs> Who do you think we are, Rogan and Shop? Who do you think we are, the fighter and the kid? So, oh, this ties back to the last episode when he says, uh, you know that song, Bad Boys, Bad Boys, What You Gonna Do? Like, we're the bad boys. What are we going to do? She's like, yeah. I also heard of the song, Who Let the Dogs Out? And I'm still wondering who did it. We're the dogs. That's true. When they did that part, I was just like, I don't, I don't get it. I was like, I just, I don't know. Well, like I said before, this whole, this whole movie wasn't my type of comedy, I think. Even your COT? My cod piece. If you will, your cock and tea, cup of tea. We're not even. How so, did we get on that subject last time? Who knows? Cod piece. So we were. We talking... talked about nipples, right? And then so we talked about Batman's with... nipples. Oh yeah. And then we talked about breast pieces. Then we talked about cod pieces. There you go. It's kind of like, so. It started with right? the Rock, and uh, then it. Oh, right around this time, then, right? Because he said. I think he said the no, cob right thing. off the right off the bat. Because oh really? Wow! James called him Jabron. James said Jabron. We called him Jabroni, which led to the Rock, which said, "Do you think oh, no, the Rock listens? Do you think the Rock listens to this?" And James said, "I think the Rock wrote this." And then we went on for a little bit, and then we came <laughs> back to the we came back to the Rock, and then James asked if we had ever seen. Batman and hell movie was Batman it? and Robin. No, you asked if we had ever seen a movie, a TV show, and we said no. And then Chris asked if you. Oh, you asked if you ever. Chris asked if we ever seen a TV show, The Amazing Race. It started with The Amazing Race. Yes, did you ever see The Amazing Race? You said no. Then you asked Chris if you ever saw ER. We found out that Chris played George Clooney oh, in this ER. This is making more sense. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was and like, then Chris oh. also played Batman. And then I was like, oh yeah, and. George Clooney had and I said, a great those are my nips. real. Yeah. yeah, I said those are my real nipples, nips, just painted, painted black. black. And then, and we got then into we... the realistic nipples, realistic butt, and then we got into a whole debate about the cod piece. I didn't know what a cod was piece actually was. I think I asked, "What's now? a cod piece?" And then you said, "And yep. why it's called cod? Because cod is a fish." James thought it was a breastplate, and then I informed him that it stands for cock and dick. And then I said, that would be C-A-D, not COD. Mike laughed a and lot. Chris, and then Chris let me know that I was referring to cock-o-dick. <laughs> like cock-full-o-dick. And now we're here. Although, I think it actually would stand for a cup of dick. Oh, kind of actually, like a that's cup really of noodle. good. Kind of like actually, a cup of noodle, but for your balls. I do think that's true. Let's censor this a cup. for the... For the underage listeners, and call it cup of dong. Oh, or cup of dingus. Yeah, cup of dinky. Well, that's just... no cup of dinky. That sounds that like, sounds like you're telling someone to do something. Yeah, it also sounds a little cup of dinky. Hey, you cup of dinky. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so which leads us to so now they are. Go. A lift share ride. Yeah, yeah. They get a lift, and he, <laughs> she asks, "Wait, why? Why is this a lift share?" And he said, "I don't know. I just have it set 
my default setting is a lift share. And then they pick up the second most annoying couple you'll ever meet. And, and they're just like yelling and having a grand old time in the backseat. I don't even remember what they're talking about. But Lalani gets pissed. She turns around and says, Yous be quiet back there. Or I'll get you. Something along those lines. I don't remember. She just tells them that they're, like, their love is not going to last and they're going to hate each other. Oh, yeah. And I don't even know what happens. What happens? They get to the nightclub to meet up with Edie, the uh, contact from the phone that they found. And they go through the nightclub. They find the lady from Pittsburgh. Okay, excuse me? Perfect. Okay, excuse me. Cool. Is that from the movie? Yes, I'm that lost. was that was a Pitch Perfect reference. Oh, excuse me. You guys, oh. you guys have never seen it. Huh? You, got, you guys are in treble now. Ooh, there you go. You mean here comes the treble? <laughs> One Andrew Bernard. Uh, so she says not to say her name. Follow her. They go outside, and a guy knocks them both out, and they wake up with water being splashed on them tied to a chair. Uh, oh, the, they find, the torture scene, huh? Mm-hmm. They find out that they she thinks that they're working for the whatever the coke thing is, trying to extort her for money because they have pictures of her and her senator husband. And... Now they're going to torture them to try to find... I don't know. Are they trying to find out what information they know or what? I have no idea. I think they're trying to find out who they work for. Um, not not really sure. But then they start to... So now they're about to torture them. And they start to fry... Angry Batman style. Yeah, they fry, they fry up uh, some bacon. And they're like, you think they're going to torture them with some delicious bacon? No. They're going to pour that hot, hot grease all over them. Or they can choose option number two, which is to pick whatever's behind some random door. And at this point, they're like, start, they're arguing about, oh, maybe you should pick what's behind the door. So, Kumanji. No, he said, you. were they saying they picked the door or you just to go with the grease? Because, oh, Leilani was saying that to pick the grease because... Whatever's behind the door is probably going to be worse. And his thing was, whatever's behind the door is probably something good because she's just trying to scare us with the bacon grease. Either way, bacon grease to the face is, is pretty bad. I think I would take something out. I would take a lot of other stuff. So I would just go with the door. Yeah, so he picks the door. And then what's behind that door? But a big horse. And like it's turned around, so the butt's facing the, the butt's facing him, and I think he says, "Oh no, you're gonna, you're gonna poop on me. You're gonna make the horse shit on me," <laughs> which would have been hilarious if they yeah, had that just been like fed it like laxatives. But much better than grease to the face, yeah. so I would still take it. But the the horse just gives him like a straight double back kick to the chest. Yeah. The back. Sends sends him flying like backwards and now Leilani's like oh I'll take the grease which still doesn't make sense why would she want to take the grease take, just take that kick because when it kicks her in the face that's why I still think it, as long as it didn't kill me oh well I don't know 
I guess a kick to the face would be pretty bad. A horse, a horse kick might not kill you, but it's gonna do a whole lot of mental damage. Probably break your face. It'll, it'll definitely. Well, it's a mental damage. The the bacon grease is already gonna destroy your face. Yeah, but a horse kick to the but face the, would. Well, the mental damage yeah, like, is gonna be bad. It's like a super concussion. Yeah. But when the horse kicked uh, Gibran, it broke his chair, so he's able to get free of his uh, his ropes. And Leilani, I don't know how Leilani gets her foot out. Of well, he the, lets her out, doesn't he? No, her foot's just like not restrained at all. Oh yeah, the, she the kicks. lady kicks the chair over, and is about to pour the grease on her face, and she just kicks the pan out of her hands into the husband's face. Which at which point he should be really badly burned. And also, I didn't say this the first time, but I noticed it when I was watching. She's holding the the hut skillet by like the handle the entire time. She's not wearing like a glove or anything. She's just mm. holding a hut skillet, which would it's real real hot. It could be one of those that has like the the grip, so that it doesn't get hot. It doesn't, because the guy's wearing an oven mitt when he has it. Prove it. Oh. Prove that. Maybe oh. her hand is. Maybe her hand is already burned off, like no sensation, because she's she's been tortured before. That makes sense. Badass move, if you ask me, though. Mm-hmm. So they get the Gibran and Leilani start getting up a hand. They get a fire extinguisher and I think a rake. I don't know. And Did they, they have a rake? I think she had a rake. A rake's a pretty good weapon, especially if it's the metal one. You can definitely stab him in the eyes with that. Yeah. So, Gibran goes back to the whole, all right, on the count of three, he counts to three, and he thinks he's about to attack, and Leilani just throws her rake and runs. And Gibran hucks the fire extinguisher at the lady's knee, possibly tearing her AC and MCL. Is it hucks or chucks? I say huck. I thought it was cucks. No, that's when a guy has sex with your wife and you watch. Well, I thought that her was... husband was there, and he watched him huck a huge thing into her. I thought. Oh. I thought when you. So he was cucking. I, I right? thought cucking was when you you were like holding something in your hand. You were cucking it. No, that's that's clucking. <laughs> you talking about a chicken? Oh, I thought you were gonna say that you thought cucking was when you're sitting on a toilet and poop comes out. Oh my. <laughs> I actually like that one. Like cockaying. It's a versi- I think it's a versatile word. I think it's a, one of those words that, like simp, that we talked about before, it's whatever it means to you, right? Okay. Everybody has their own little definition. Huck, chuck. Okay. Cuck. Cuck. Chuck or cuck. So I cuck this uh, bottle right at him and... Doesn't sound right. Like just saying that didn't sound right. No, I think they go together. Like you huck something at somebody, and then he cucks you. Wait, what does it mean to cuck somebody though? You've been cucked. You you. If you're cucking somebody, then you're the one having sex with his wife. That's a good game show. Imagine that. What like, is he? You, you've what been is surprised, he, cucked. He's the cucky. I guess you're the cucker. He's the cucky. Like if I said she cucked me last night. What would that mean? 
She cuffed me. I think that would be she slept with a guy in front of you. Yeah. Okay. What if I said we cucked last night? <laughs> you both did somebody else in front of you either? And made you feel bad about it, I guess? No, no. Well, cucking isn't necessarily making them feel bad. It's like... They, are they into it? Yeah, like usually I thought that it was like it. a... I thought it was like a sense of... I, I think some of them, it's like that sense that they're getting something that they don't get with you. Well, also, it's an old term that goes back... It's called cuckold. And it was like... When you grab them by the cuck. Well, I think that was when you cheated. You that was them. when you cheated. It was like another word for cheating, wasn't it? But did they have to watch or no? You're a cuckold. I've heard yeah. that word before, but again, I don't know. I've never really heard it used. I think email us at um our cuckoldhold.com yeah, and let us know because <laughs> we want to know. We could easily Google it, but that's that's too easy. Maybe we should just change this podcast into we talk about maybe oddly sexual unknown words and we just hypothesize about them <laughs> actually you know what we'll just keep doing that while we talk about movies because i think that's exactly what the people want yeah, let's give them what they want this episode is brought to you by cuckold you don't want to bang your wife we will <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay i don't i'm not a part of that that's just mike's business I'm not saying no just yet. Chris is on the fence. So we have two yeses and a no. And Joe. Whoa, Joe's two thumbs up for Joe. Oh, he's got his his face. He's got that, that kissy oh. face going right now. Tiny little thumbs up. He's got his butthole face. He's puckered. It's puckered. All right. I don't know. What, we, what are we even doing? They get, so anymore? now they got a piece they of paper from that lady, right? They go to like the... The superstore to get new clothes. Oh, yeah. Get out of like they're all they're bloody clothes. Yeah, and they dress up like and... little Korean pop stars. Yeah, little K pop stars. She goes full unicorn. And then she... I said this the first time, but I found it really weird that she puts Neosporin on his horse cake. Yeah, I think it's kind of like an old wives' tale. Kind of like in uh, in my family, we put Vicks on. We put Vicks on everything, so it's like. Oh, you're depressed? Rub some Vicks on your body. It kind of like cures it. Is that why that time your car wouldn't start, your dad came out and put Vicks on the hood? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, James, what is he doing? But then the freaking car started. Right? And I was like, damn, Look, those Guatemalans know some freaking voodoo stuff over there. Vicks is like the, the cure-all for everything. If only the whole world knew about it, we could probably end like world hunger by just I rubbing Vicks true. on the earth. <laughs> What just if he eat, rubbed it eat on some of this dirt with Vicks? Oh, you don't want to do Ooh. that, Mike. That's the one thing you don't want to do. Haven't you ever watched Frankenstein, bro? He basically puts some, he put some Vicks on a dead body that he sewed yeah. together, and it came back and started harassing people. Yeah, you're lying. Yeah, have you, you've never read it? R- read a freaking book, dude. Mike, stop watching all those cuckold videos and pick up a book. book. Have you guys ever watched Happy oh, Days? No. The Fonz used to <laughs> he used to rub Vicks on the jukebox to turn it on. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Oh yeah, yeah he'd, he'd put he a little on his elbow yeah. and then he'd use his elbow to apply it to the jukebox. I thought he was hitting it with the elbow, but he just rubbed it centrally. Yeah. 
what other what are some other famous uses of vix that people might not be familiar you know like with? at a crime scene when you're trying to gather like dna you throw some vix you rub vix all over the blood and it kind of brings to brings it to light oh and you see, you it. see it yeah i don't know if i want to record this part but i'm having some ed problems can i rub vix on that fix it for me you said you should you gotta have someone else put it on for you and it might fix it joe's raising his hand <laughs> joe's volunteering he volunteers, he volunteers as tribute as long as he puts it on with his kissy face i'm down whatever floats you guys' boat and uh okay fun fact vix 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 also floats boats Oh, yeah, I saw that commercial where there's a whole, there's a screen door in the bottom of the freaking boat, mm-hmm. and this guy who looks like a knockoff Billy Mays just rubs Vicks all over the screen door, and then he gets in and he just sails away, That's and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me with that one. Yep. I saw my boat in half. This episode has been brought to you by Vicks. Rub it everywhere, except for dead bodies. I put that shit on everything. <laughs> Still a little bit of fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's actually that's some that's some good merch right there. Vix bottle with I put that shit on everything. <laughs> I really hope Vix gets a like to hear this and they sponsor us because I I would love that sponsor. I mean, I don't see how they possibly couldn't hear this, right? It's it's gonna be trending all over the Vix atmosphere, the Twitter sphere, the, the freaking the MySpace. Sphere. Vix's fear. The LinkedIn's. Oh, LinkedIn, you know we're about to get some recruiters all over this business. <laughs> all right. Grinder, plenty of bish. <laughs> That's a thing? Plenty of bish? It should be, now that you say yeah. it. Game's created before somebody else does. Uh, Winnieandthebish.com. Winnieandthebish.com. <laughs> 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 oh. So this is when he says, oh, look, I did a clue. I found this piece of paper that she had at the house, and it gives the address for Bicycle Guy. And they get to his apartment, and he goes to open the front. She goes to open the front door, and it's locked. So then he's like, no, you just got to, like, pull on it. So he goes over. He pulls on it. Still doesn't open. And she's like, what do you think? It was a men-only door? He's like, all right, kick it with your heels. So, like, what do you mean kick with my heel? He's like, I saw in Mythbusters, if you kick it with, like, your heel, the the pressure from, like, the pinpoint heel, the heel part will create, like, a crack. and It'll just break. So she tries kicking it, and on, like, her second or third kick, her other heel snaps. Looks like she David Spades herself. What's funny about that is when he was like, yeah, hit it with the, the pick part of your of your heel and she was like you mean the heel because that's what that that's what it's called but yeah yeah that's when that comes after she calls the fire escape the catwalk and he's like it's called a fire escape i thought it was called the catwalk no the catwalk's the thing at a at a runway show the models walk there i thought the catwalk was like the little path that cats make to to travel behind each other. You know how they follow each other? There's a little catwalk going on. Oh. And like a beeline for the cat. 
Yeah. Or like a flying V with, but with cats and it's a straight line instead of a V. Yeah. A flying, a flying line, which is not a flying yeah. line. It's more of a grounded line. Yeah. It's not flying either. Yeah. So like a flying V, but instead of say like geese or whatever, it's cats. Mm-hmm. And instead of a V, it's a line. And then instead of being in the air, it's on ground, like where cats would walk. Yeah. But I think that's the most clear way we can uh, probably tell people that in a way they'll understand. That's a, that's, yeah. that's a catwalk. The catwalk is the thing that the models run down and they do a little turn on the catwalk. Wait, yeah, and also the, so cat, the, models, the cat line thing that we just talked about. Why are about. the models running down the, the walkway? <laughs> what? Why are they considered, are they considered cats? Shouldn't it be the model, like catwalk, the model walk? Yeah. Well, they they can be a little catty, I guess. Whoa. A little too much right there, Mike. It's a little offensive. I'm going to have to mark this extra explicit now. No. Inoffensive. Calling them catty? Yeah, you know, they like carry around the golfer's bag. What if I call? Oh, what if I, oh, you said caddy. I thought you said catty. What if I called you? No, uh, caddy. What if I called you mousy because you're squeaky little and beady little eyes? How'd you like that? <laughs> he loves it. The penis. <laughs> and the tail. Don't forget about his mouse tail. My tiny penis and my little rat tail. All right, I think we definitely got an E for this one. So then they break into the apartment via the fire escape, and he does the one-inch punch, and she keeps it with her heel. They get in, and there's music playing, so they go through the the double doors to a bunch of frat boys putting pictures. What song was playing? Let's see if you guys remembered what song was playing on uh, in that house when they were... They showed up. Uh, what is that song? Butterfly by uh, Soundgarden? Nope. Come, no. come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. I thought it was, I like big butts, and I cannot lie. Here, I'll give you a little rendition of what it was. It was more like... Is it Lum- the Lumineers? I want something else. Get me through this. We got copyright infringement. Copyright infringement. Did you just go full seahorse? Yeah, we have fun on this podcast. We really do. Sometimes a little too much. Yeah. Sometimes not enough. We're going to have to cut the fun down. Starting now. Now. Hello, and this is the serious part of the podcast. Pedophiles. (laughs) You are a pedophile. You're probably a pedophile. So, speaking of pedophiles, they walk into the, the next room, and they call it the Roofie Lab because there's a bunch of college students and the music's real loud, so they can't hear them. So they go back into the room, and they start having a conversation about what to do next. It's not about the birds and the bees. Don't you say it again. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking it. Wait, but this was an interesting conversation last time, because why is it called the birds and the bees? 
Didn't look it up the first time, but I'm still pretty sure it's about the bee stinging the bird. Oh no. Okay. Oh. Yeah. But why wouldn't it be the same species? Because, like James said, it's like it's basically teaching your kid about bestiality right off the bat. Well, I don't know. It would be kind of weird if you did the bee and the bee. Well, it's definitely has to do with the bees pollinating the flowers. At some point, they tell you that in the story, I think. That wouldn't even make sense. Why would you add a bird? I think because hummingbirds stick their beak in the flowers and do something to it. Don't they, like... What, how does a hummingbird... What's the point of that, that beak on the hummingbird? It's, like, super long, right? Yes, and get down into the juices of the whatever flowers. And that's the, the flowers that were pollinated by the bees. I don't know. Oh, we'll look it up. We'll have it ready for next episode. Oh, wait. I'm going to forget to look it, it up. It looks like Joe has the answer. He wants to say something... Say it. You're just doing like the old pantomime of like a circle and like a finger. Joe, <laughs> come on. Grow up, buddy. Alright, so do you remember the the line that he throws down on the the college kid after they get into a fight and uh, Leilani hits him in the head where they're asking him questions? Is, is that when he says, I don't know, do we look like a bitch? Or is that another no, line? No, not, not that part. The one about, like, the will ask the questions here. Oh, it's, um... Oh. So, yeah, so it goes, answer... The answer to our questions better be answers, but the answer to your questions are gonna be fists. <laughs> I wish I remembered the, the whole line for that, because I feel like it goes on, like, for a couple lines before that. But I don't understand... Like, I brought this up the first time we recorded. The kid goes from, like, fighting Gibran, getting hit on the head, and then turns into, like, a very whiny kid. And Leilani keeps slapping him. And he just, like, gets on the verge of crying a little bit more every single time. And then... And she calls him Date Rape McGee. And then he, I think, says something. And then she says... Shut the fuck up and talk. And then he says, I can't do both. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I like that. And then they use the line. Oh, I don't think we said the line this time with the torture lady. When she said the line, are you going to piss on my, you going to pee on my back and then try to tell me it's rain? And then he uses it on uh, this guy. Yeah, McGee. Which both answers were, I would never do that. So while this is happening, the mustachio man breaks into the house. Well, doesn't break into the house. He comes into the house, kills all the other frat boys with the music playing so loud they don't hear it happen. And then he shoots the last kid as he runs out of the room. And Leilani and Gibran grab one of the envelopes and decide to hide in the closet. It pulled the classic, we're going to hide just on the other side of these blinds from the killer. And just as he's about to open the closet, Jimmy, what happens? The phone rings. And he... Bum, bum, yeah, and then he picks it up, because obviously, when you're searching for possible intruders to the house, you stop everything you're doing, you answer the phone, 
then you proceed to shut the music off because it's too loud. And while you're at it, you get a bag of chips because you're hungry, clearly, from murder. Because murder does naturally make you a little hungry. So he walks back into the room with the bag of chips in his hand now and sees that the closet door is uh, wide open. So somebody was in there. And then he sees the window, so he connects the dots. They must have escaped out the catwalk. Yeah. Did I do? I I, I missed the part. Did I uh, do the? I must start you a question. <laughs> no, that was that was when Chris was at the very beginning of the first time we recorded. Chris asked if we wanted to catch up first. If we wanted to do the catch up part, and you like. When you were saying, do you want to do the ketchup part now, or do we want to do it at the end? And James was like, do you want to talk about ketchup? He's like, yeah, we'll start with ketchup, we'll go to mustard. And James was like, we can talk about relish, I don't really like relish. And you said, I really relish the moment. And James said, I must tard you a question. <laughs> <laughs> and we both applauded his commitment to a failed joke that would never work. <laughs> oh, man. The funny thing is, I almost redid that again. But when you did the mustachio, when you called the mustachio, so I was going to do it then, and it would have been wrong. Well, you could have done it actually at that point. Yeah. Mustachio, then you could have, I mustache you a question, but then you wouldn't have had a question to ask at that point. Yeah, and then I really like the mustard portion of it, so I'm glad it happened the way it did the first time. And everybody can relive it through our story of how it happened the first time. Yep. Same as Codpiece. Same as Chris being George Clooney. Yep. All the great classics that nobody will hear the proper way. I'm I'm trying to remember what other ones we had. Also, I'm really trying to get my standing hour for the my stupid watch is telling me I need to stand and I'm just trying to get this, you know, this minute real quick. It's very strange that you only have to do a minute every hour in order for it to count. Wait, so it's actually what I you know what I'm, it's <laughs> it's kind of hard to get for some reason. Sometimes I take my watch off, and so then I miss those hours. So what exactly are and you doing? Apple. So yeah, the Apple Watch wants you to stand um, at least a minute for like twelve hours a day. So right now I'm at ten hours. So I don't think it gave me this hour yet. I'm trying to get it because it told me to stand up. So you're saying a minute for twelve hours a day? Yeah, at least a minute. I mean, realistically, you're probably going to be standing for more than that. But it just means like you stand up at least once every hour for 12 hours. And what does the standing do? Like, is there benefits to standing? Yeah, I think it's supposed to like be like, because if you sit so long, like you're not getting like great blood circulation or something. I don't know. That makes sense. Is... I'll, be right, I'll be right back. I'm going to try to stand up. Yep, there he is. He's going. He's, Continue. he's standing. All right, so now they formulate the plan that they got to go to Heath to get the phone unlocked because he's an IT guy. So they go to the dinner party that they were supposed to be going to. And um, they formulate a plan like, oh, where have you guys been? Why are you dressed so strange? He's like, LeBron says, why are you dressed like that? I mean, I'm wearing a turtleneck. Oh, you know, I think what happens was like, he, he he walks in and he's like, what are you wearing? And then he replies with, what are you wearing? And he's like, I'm wearing a turtleneck. 
And then the line that you guys both missed, he says, is that blood on your face? To which Jabron replies, big disgrace. Classic. Classic comeback. Gonna get your queen in there. So they come up with this whole idea that they were at a boxing gym and they have a video of Jabron getting knocked out during their boxing match that everybody wants to see. And Keith especially. He really wants to see it. Keith is really excited about it. Too excited, if you ask me. So then Jabron pretends to put in his password, which he says that he forgot because he has brain, brain, brain damage. Very believable. Mm-hmm. And Leilani says that she should just call his doctor, but the doctor's number is on his phone and he can't get into his phone because it's locked and he doesn't remember the password because of all the concussions. Exactly. But who can fix it but Keith? Because Keith. Bob the Builder. Yeah, and Bob the Builder. But the, <laughs> there was no Bob. So Keith is like, yeah, I can fix it. I can uh, crack the code. And then. Jabron, Jabron, is that his? Did I say it right that time? He says, "I don't even know what he says." What does he says, Mike? He just says the classic. No, you don't have to do that. And he asks again if he jumps on that immediately. Like, all right, he's unlocked this. So they keep running the the rainbow. What the hell is it called? Rainbow something. He's running the Rainbow Road, I believe. The toughest, <laughs> the toughest of all the courses. The toughest map in Mario Kart. Yeah. It's Not basically side the right how side. you break into an iPhone is you have to beat Rainbow Road. And it's pretty hard too, because like, it's like a, it's a mobile Rainbow Road, so you're playing it on your iPhone, and now you're trying. Oh my and god! Gotta, I can only imagine yeah, those tight turns on that tiny screen. You gotta play with like the tilt thing on. Oh yeah, you gotta tilt it. You gotta tilt it real good. So imagine trying. Imagine you desperately need to make a phone call. You forgot your password. The only way to get into your phone now is to beat this extremely hard Rainbow Road on your mobile phone. Imagine that. What would you could, James? For the people who don't know about this Rainbow Road, what would you compare the hardness to? Rainbow Road is like. It's kind of like. The hardness, I, <laughs> it's equivalent to the hardness of eating rock. Have you, have you ever had rock cereal? No. All right, so it's... Have you ever, have you ever sucked the Hulk's penis? <laughs> no. Harder. <laughs> Harder than that? I was thinking maybe like drinking really frozen ice cream with the straw, kind of like that hard. Oh, okay. Yeah, but switch ice cream with rocks. Yeah, was that the rock cereal you were talking about or whatever you said? Yeah, they here in Texas, they have this rock cereal that they sell at the supermarket. It's like little pebbles of actual is rocks. That like, is that like pops? If you leave them out on the counter and they get real stale, they're basically like rock cereal? Yeah. And yeah, but this rocks. is actual rocks. Well, pops is basically actual rocks. There's no flavor. Now, do you eat the rocks with sand instead of milk? Well, you kind of make like a little sand mixture. So you mix it with like... Like cement. Yeah, it's kind of like cement. You make a rock wall in your stomach. <laughs> so you just eat a brick essentially. I guess you could do that, but where's the fun? You got to eat it before it's set. Yeah, but the fun thing about rock cereal is you get to play the games on the back as you kind of like 
destroy as your you teeth. kill yourself yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that does sound amazing <laughs> and, and there's a dentist number included on the box yeah all right so he goes through the whole rainbow whatever versus brute force roy g biv <laughs> Oh, that was the funny part the first time, but now I don't remember it. Roy G. Biff, he says, oh, I know that. And he's like, you do? He was like, yeah, RGB. He's like, RGB. And then he's like, yeah, Roy G. Biff. He's like, what is that? He was like, oh, it's Roy Craig. <laughs> what was it? Roy Craig. Ro- Roy Greg Biff. Roy Greg Biff. The inventor the- of rainbow. <laughs> the inventor of rainbows. Oh, man. Yeah. So then he's doing the whole... Uh breaking into the phone and it turns out that the password is none other than one two three four why wouldn't they have tried that at the beginning that's like everybody's it's either one 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 or like one two three four mm, what if it was four, three, wait two, one actually here's a good what is you guys's passwords um 12 one okay 12 mike what's your password <laughs> Two, six, seven. Batman. Hold on. <laughs> say, say that again. I wanna. I'm gonna. I'm writing these. I'm writing this down. Two, okay. six, mm-hmm. seventeen. Teen. Batman. Four. Right. Diamond. Mm-hmm. Square. Right. Left, right, down, up. Left, right, down, up. Okay, Mike. I just. Hacked your credit card, buddy. I'm sorry. And my GTA account. He's like, you he's like, he's like, I also he's just like, I hacked your... unlimited ammo while doing that. <laughs> no. He's like, I, I hacked your bank account, and you are negative money, and now I owe the bank money because <laughs> I stole your identity. <laughs> I hacked your bank account and put more money into it because I felt bad. Thinking back on it, I don't know if it was worth it because now I inherited your debt. And, yeah, I mean, I'm a tax-paying citizen, so clearly I'm gonna pay him back. So, <laughs> like, damn it, this kind of sucks. I mean, oh, I broke the law. I'm a tax-paying citizen, but I also break the law to steal people's identities. <laughs> if I'm gonna break one law, I'm at least that gonna means... follow everything that That's comes true. with it. You know. You know, the worst part of my my pin code is finding like ATMs that have the Batman symbol and also uh. A directional a, pad. <laughs> a PS3 controller? Yeah, I can assume uh, definitely is very limiting. Yeah. That, like, how, how often do you like come across that 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 pin pad, Mike? Uh, once every other fortnight. Oh, okay. The video that, that's game. More not often. Oh, oh so, like the new, so every, one, every the other new Fortnite version game. of Fortnite. Oh, I thought yeah, he means yeah. like every other Fortnite match, so like... For, oh, very frequently. Yeah, so it's like you play a game, but the minute that one's over, it kind of disappears. So you gotta wait a game. Oh, oh, so not that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're playing mobile, then it, like you can be playing right next to the ATM, and then it's and it helps. Then you don't have to have one that has a PlayStation controller because I can just use my thing to wirelessly tap into it. Yeah. Wait, let's see, Joe. Joe, what's your what's your password? Oh, he's doing the little the eyebrow raise thing. Oh, and he's signaling. Oh, 69. Oh, Joe. Classic Joe. Grow up. Joe's actually the funniest person in this room. I don't know if you guys have noticed. His humor is second to none. 
Uh, yeah, I wish you guys could at least see him. He always doing the butthole pucker oh, face Joe, again. Put that away. See, he just cracks us up. I really one day if he ever talks, yeah, you you guys will you guys will know. Hopefully, that rascal. But he keeps saying that the mic's in the mail. But I think he's just who knows what he's doing over there. To be honest, sleeping a lot maybe. Yanking our penis. All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the next funny line is, see you later, crocodile. When Gibran and Leilani are getting ready for their, uh, what is it? Their black tie event with the, the cult people. See you later, Croc. Maybe that's her, his nickname for her, which is probably like a terrible, imagine like he calls her crocodile as like a little pet name. That's how I kind of imagine it. Yeah. Must well, be. I, I do random stuff. Sometimes I call Sharice a butt. Well, that's not random. That's just... Cuck butt? Cuck butt. <laughs> Your butt. They go, hey, babe. I say, hey, cuck butt. What's going on? <laughs> I don't want to know that story. Yeah, because that just sounds like her butt's been cut. Her, her butt's a lot been cut. on... <laughs> Yeah. A lot of cuck butts. <laughs> cuck today, cuck yesterday. Alright. And we've been cancelled. <laughs> so they're getting ready for their event. She she leaves the room and he says, See you later, crocodile. And then is instantly like, Darn it, why did I say crocodile? I think he meant to say And they're in their lift their lift again. And James, what song did they say? They sing Baby, you're a fine word. Something, something. Let's twerk. Yeah. Copyright infringement. Let's get that copyright <laughs> infringement. Copyright infringement. We could get into the oh, whole firework, fireworks thing, but I really. Oh. I'm not feeling too good, guys. Nah, nah, we can keep going. Yeah. You know, the, the saddest part about. This second record is that we missed Chris's whole. It goes from a relationship to a relation. Shit. Oh yeah, that started off the whole thing. That was such a good summary. Too. That was basically a summary of the movie. Also, mm. that's his own original joke. True. Never, never been heard said. It never been said. And now, maybe in between. Days ago and now, someone else said it, and people are gonna think I stole it. No, I was inside when it happened, and I came out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Where are my pants? Who throws a shoe? <laughs> We're just jumping, joking. <laughs> what is this ground made out of? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's, I want to use the sling shoot. <laughs> okay. All right. What happens next? Anybody? Um. Where, where, where did we just leave off? Oh, the the black the tie. Firework. Oh, did the they go to? Firework. Now they go to the sex cult theater performance. Yeah, so they, they arrive. Yeah, the they ball. arrive at the place and they <clears throat> they scan in. I'm guessing they have a bar barcode to get in. I don't. I don't really know. Some how kind of is. invitation thing. Yeah. And they have to wear these uh, masquerades. Wait, masks? The mask. So yeah. the masquerade. Masquerade ball. Whatever. So what's a masquerade? Yeah. 
I you know when you're cucking ball. somebody and then <laughs> you know when you're just hucking around a bunch of masks and then just cuck everywhere well would it be chucking masks you're hucking and chucking then you start fucking and cucking <laughs> oh that's actually I like that that could be another shirt yeah hucking chucking cucking and fucking um yeah so they go to this masquerade thing everybody has masks on they took that person's invite and they do some kind of bingo thing where they're calling out numbers where's the beef and yeah oh yeah i don't really know where that fits in they were, i guess they're doing like a slogan thing and <laughs> the guy goes where's the beef because they don't know any of the words and then they do a random drawing of who's going to be in the orgy and these people just go down and start cucking each other. <laughs> they do. That they literally and do start cucking is, each other, yes. They're cucking each other all over the place. The girl, Leilani, is real into it. And she wants some of that. Um and then they discover, oh no, someone's not supposed to be here. So everybody take their masks off on the count of three. Three, two, one, boom. Jabr- Gibran I don't know on the count of three I don't know is it you're still counting three numbers yeah but I thought it would be the count of three is one two three would it be the count of one if it's three two one I don't but then know that's a little tricky because let's say okay on the count of one but you forget then you start doing it backwards you go one two three but on one they go everybody already did <laughs> yeah. it huh. yeah but it's kind of like the thing where it's like that's why you gotta say on, that's why you... I do the on go Three, two, one, go. That way you never mess it up, right? On go. All right, I'm gonna count to yeah. three, but on two we're number. gonna go. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, go. Three, four, five, six, two. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it could be any clearer. Uh, so they take their masks at the designated time. Uh, and then nobody else did, so they fell for the oldest trick in the book. Yeah. You never do anything first when you're in a new place. You know when you go to church, you never stand first. You don't know the deal. The guy said a bunch of stuff. You're, you look around. You wait for someone else to stand, maybe a few other people. Then you stand. You don't want to be the weirdo who stands first, and then you at the wrong time, right? It's kind of like when you're at school, and it's like, does anybody, uh, anybody want to volunteer? So then you... You raise your hand expecting multiple people to volunteer, but it's, now it's just you. Now you're the no, only Now you just look like a freaking weirdo. Then you get picked yeah. to read this one line from a book, and it's just one word, perhaps. And then when it gets to you in class, you mess it up. Mike, do you have any examples of that? Like, Can you imagine that happening? <laughs> yeah. You have this one word, and you're just reading it over and over in your head you just want to get it perfect it doesn't seem like a word you've ever seen before but it just sounds so right it seems like it must come off with like a spanish accent yeah so, so then it's like say like i let up like i was right before you in class this is just hypothetical obviously yeah, you're like, you're, and you're like i have really my line friend. i have my line and i'm like oh hey bill what uh what are you eating and then it goes to you and then me i'm just so stoked i finally get to say my one line and I know I'm Spanish because I'm on this boat. And I just go. Name Bill. Sardines. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the class laughs because the teacher goes, Sardines. 
scenes. And now you put your head down in shame because you had one line and you budged it up. How did you say? <laughs> so this is just an example, James. So you, Don't get carried away. How does one have never, how has one never seen the word sardines before? <laughs> the person in this story thought it was a Spanish word. <laughs> Hypothetically. So anyway, that's just all wraps up into don't ever do nothing ever to anyone no for any reason mm-hmm. ever. No matter what. No matter what. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Where's the live line? Another original. Chris, you're you're wise. I've ever told you how wise. I'm you like are. a. Thank you. I'm a quote machine. I like uh, you know it's just like life's like a box of chocolates, you know. I, sometimes some people don't like chocolate and other people are like I'll eat that whole box I guess that's all you have to say about that yep alright where are we uh, the police storm in oh. expecting to bust the cult and but they only it's bust just the cuck the cuck <laughs> and the suck mm-hmm. you decide who's who uh, so they take them back to the precinct. They're going over their whole, we're screwed. We're never going to see each other again. She tells him that she took the plea deal, that he's going to be the only one going to jail because she sang like a canary. And then the police chief lady walks in and she's like, where the hell have you two been? You're key witnesses to a murder. And you've been running around town all day. We've been calling you, trying to get in touch with you. There's a murderer out there. And instantly, they're excited because it's like, wait a second. You don't think we're the murderers? It's like, no, we have traffic cam footage that showed that there was somebody else in the car. So then they start having verbal diarrhea where they can't stop confessing to random crimes that they've done, including Gibran not stopping at a stop sign ever. He just does the old roll through. Hey, Mike, and sorry to interrupt you, but remember that one crime you committed that one time with the phone? Do you want to talk about it real quick or, or no? Oh, there was a phone. Remember, it was the phone, multiple restaurants. And you sang like a canary and you ratted Whoa. everybody out. I would never. All right. Unless it like I would the only name I would ever say would be Joe. If I would if I would sing like a canary, the only person getting named is Joe. Joe, how, how at do you least feel he has that? his morals. Oh, I think uh, he's holding up a sign that says Adriana deserves it. <laughs> oh, so they sing like a canary, and then. Uh, the police chief says that we're we're gonna send you home with a police detail to make sure that you guys are safe because the suspect's still out there. They get into the back of the police cruiser. They're all happy and whatnot. And then, lo and behold, the driver is the mustachio man. I Classic. You never get in the car. Why do you look who's driving? <laughs> It would have been great if we could have heard you say it. What does lo Sorry. and behold mean? Lo and behold? I don't know. You know when you're cucking someone and then 
but it's really warm in the room, so your boys are hanging low, right? Lo and behold. And then you go like, I, you want them to hold them. Oh, I think like, I think hold so, these. Whoa. I honestly think it's low and be cold, but like it was misheard because you know you're low. Oh and yeah, be cold. Oh, I took it as low be hole. It's like really, really low. It's like, oh, like most yeah. people are between the cheeks. Mine's like at like back the of the knee, almost. back of yeah. the knee. Yeah. Oh, you're I wipe, you're what, wipe my you're knee. what they call kneecap butt. No, the other side. What is the other side? The knee pit, the knee pit butt, knee pit butt, knee pit butt, knee pit butt. Nice. What was the line that so I interrupted? Mis- <laughs> mustachio man. Lo and behold, mustachio man's driving the car. What did Chris say though? I said, "Why you gotta look in the car before you get in? It's classic. You never get in the car, and then it's like, oh no, he was a cop. Oh no, he's the cop driving us home. Come on, man, look at the driver." It's like that one um joke. It's like you get in, you get in the back of a police car to get escorted back home. Who's the driver? Oh, a rabbi? Mustachio. It's not, it's not oh. delivery. It's DiGiorno. <laughs> so he tells them that he's going to have to kill them because he doesn't have... What is it? What's the... Siobhan? Sh- Who? The guy keeps like mentioning a Siobhan, I think. I don't even remember there's anything a, about there's that. There's a Siobhan? Yeah. The mustachio man keeps saying, like, don't talk about Siobhan. Hey, guys, I really hope my audio is going to be loud because I'm looking at this wave and it's looking low. It doesn't matter. I can. I can I'll, I'll just add in your audio from the first time we're recording. Oh, it won't make actually, any sense. I like that <laughs> idea. It's being talked about. You'll be talking at random points. You'll be laughing at Dick and what is it? Cock and Dick. Oh yeah, the good old cock and dick. Uh, so he zip ties them up, goes prepares prepares like the boat Bears. in order to pairs. He pairs the boat like Prepare. a pairs the boat. He pairs the boat. He done done gone and paired the boat. I say we so finish the, the rest of this in our southern accents. All right, so all right. Why don't you two just blabbing real quick? And let me finish this. So he paired the boat, you know. Actually, I don't even remember the <laughs> end of the movie. So he starts preparing the boat. And preparing. Sean and Leilani are trying to get out of their zip ties. And he says, Leilani, the lighter. Get the lighter. Oh, yeah, the so lighter. Get yeah. the lighter. Get her done, he, he bangs says. down all sexy like and starts licking the tip of the lighter. Oh, that was, that was real time. hot, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right there. That was like marmalade flowing over the end of a <laughs> Better than molasses on a hot stuff. <laughs> yeah. So then she gets the lighter with her mouth. And she burns the zip ties off of Jabron's <laughs> hands. And he's like, I'll be careful. You're burning my hands. And she's like, the lighter's in my mouth. So he gets it from her, and he burns her zip ties off, and they put it back, and they do all fig zip tied behind their back hands. But I don't get there. Like, we're still zip tied. Like, how in the world they pulled that off when they were faking the zip ties, huh? 
I don't even have the prayers saints in hell. I reckon it, I reckon they must have just held it real fine and tight. Yeah, I reckon I reckon the same. They like it tight when the cuffs are on. Are you talking about cucking again, bro? Sucking, fucking, cucking, and lucking. I think we just got canceled again. By golly <laughs> gee. We had a good run, though, didn't we? Mama's going to be so yeah, disappointed in me. Oh, no. First, the crops done dried up, and now the paw done dried up. <laughs> Daddy. Daddy's going to be real mad. I'm gonna have... Daddy died, the crops done dried. I'm going to get in my Jeep Wrangler and just go out and drive all, Let's all go big mudding. like. We can go mudding. You want to mm-hmm. go mudding? We can go in the mud. No, ain't nobody listening at this point. We've already isolated ourselves to just the three of us talking. Oh, too bad, because there was only five minutes left in this movie. Yeah, we, so close to we basically just, the whole South be hating on us now because of this, this, here, this here talk. No, what do you mean? We're one of them. We're one of you. We're the South. Listen and to the us North. More. <laughs> we drink marmalade for breakfast or whatever. I like me a big old glass of marmalade and molasses. <laughs> I, li- I like to sprinkle my marmalade with grits. A little grit. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so they get on the boat and the police officer tells them his... <laughs> he doesn't tell them his murder plot. And tells them that he's going to shoot the two of them. He's going to shoot himself to make it look like he tried to save them. And he's the only one that lives. But then they get into a whole fight with him. And Leilani gets his gun. And Jabron gets done putting the headlock all tight like. And says he's going to break his neck and make him square like a little piggy. <laughs> Except it wasn't really all tight, like, because Jabron easily could have escaped that since he could talk and breathe like a regular person. (laughs) (laughs) And then then they do that one, two, three. (laughs) They do. I can't do it. Do the old countdown. I think what one, two, three. Countdown. The, you don't count one, two, three on a countdown, man. You count. What up have you there, been Mike? freaking? They, they, they what the kind counting. of marmalade have you been smoking over there, man? Mike, you don't goof, Mike. I done done a goof. You got me there, guys. I done a goof. You know that was, that's a goof. They he did goofed. a count up. They did a count up. One, two, three. Okay. He done ducked out the way, and she done shot the cop. He done shot, done shot, done shot, done got got You know what I'm saying? <laughs> done the cop, the cop done flipped over the boat, man, and he fell off the boat <laughs> right into that water. And then Never you, don't think, you don't think he's dead, right? But then, boosh, grip string. He grabs onto that boat like Missy from the wrong Missy, ain't? And then. Boom! He hits him with the the little rescue raft thing, the floaty thing, and the then life saver. They're saved. 
They're done saved. They're gonna get saved. Then they're gonna have some ambulance sex. Out in the back of that ambulance, they're about to get a little bit of freaky. Ain't then, no place like an ambulance for some ambulance sex. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Can't have it nowhere else like that. No ambulance sex ain't no ambulance sex without an ambulance. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, one one year later, after all these events done happen, where are they at, Mike? The amazing race. You, you're darn tootin'. You gotta be Fig Newton me, bud. They run... They're racing amazingly. And, doing all amazing stuff through the world. And they running faster than Speedy what? Gonzalez on a Sunday morning through that race. Yeehaw. Then they get to one of the last stops on the race. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold. Yes, I said it again. Lo and behold. There's a freaking horse that's going to kick him right in the giblets. <laughs> and that's the dare. That there is the end of the movie, cause uh, this movie. You don't say. We get her done real quick today, huh, boys? Get mm-hmm. her done. It got done. We got her done. Ain't nothing like a murder to solve a relationship problem. It's true. All right, I'm done with that. I can't. I can't anymore. Oh, oh well, thank. Let's say thank you to uh, the southern gentleman who just helped us. That was a guest. Our first guest appearance, actually. Uh, we talked in three very different voices. He laughed way too There was that point was, where I forgot how good. I was talking at the beginning, and my voice I, just like didn't even sound. I think I did a little bit from each state. You did some I like Cajun. to diversify. You sounded like you were Cajun at one, one of them point. Was just, one of them was just a Cajun chicken impersonation. <laughs> like a guy who just ate Cajun chicken. Oh, man. At one point, it turned into a... Uh, Yo, seventy cent. We're trying to journey. <laughs> Should be interesting, nevertheless. So we already know our feelings about the movie, but the people don't. So Jimmy, what do you think? I gave this here movie. I gave this one right here. I gave it two red starbursts and a yellow. But don't call me Ooh. yellow, cause I'll shoot you. For how do you feel about that movie, Vincent? I have to say this movie's not really up my alley. Uh, I'm going to give it one needle in a huge-ass haystack, Michael. Perfect, perfect analogy. I guess racism's was on point. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that needle. For me, I really don't enjoy this movie. It's more like... It was like how you felt about the wrong Missy, or I hated all the characters. But in mm. this, I liked all the characters, and I thought their jokes were good. And my rating system is based off of our, our last recording, which doesn't really make much sense now because we didn't talk about juice and lemons on Batman's nipples. <laughs> but yeah, I give it I give it three glasses of lemonade squeezed off of Batman's nipples. Are you talking ice cold I'm lemonade? Sure. Are you talking ice about sweet cold. tea? Sweet. Mm-mm, we ain't drink the sweet tea. Maybe an Arnold Palmer once or twice, but mm. you gotta get I'm sure the people lemonade. will perfectly understand Batman nipple lemonade, even without hearing anything about it previously. 
I would hope so. As is the natural cause of things, I guess. Mm, let's see. Should we... What do you guys have up for this week? You going mudding? I'm going... I'm going mudding. I'm going hunting. And I'm going ducking. That's it. What the, what's ducking? You mean cucking? <laughs> you never catch... You had another one. You never catch him cooking. That's what I was about to say, but I got a little something in my throat, so I couldn't just get it out. No pun intended. The marmalade? Was it marmalade? <laughs> you got a little bit of marmalade stuck in the back of his throat. And you got a bit of the tickle bug in there. Well, Jackie here made me a nice marmalade. <laughs> she made me a nice marmalade dinner, so I was like, might as well eat that while we record, you know? Yeah, what does a marmalade dinner consist of? Well, I'll tell you here, Michael. <laughs> you start off with your a nice side of marmalade. <laughs> topped off with a little marmalade. And then the main course comes through. Which is a nice, big, old heaping spoonful of marmalade. Oh, but of course, I should have known. Uh, <clears throat> what about <laughs> what about you, Mike? What are you doing this week? I'm hopefully going to put the finishing touches on my patio. It's taking quite a long time. It ain't like that there. Animal Crossing where you can just build a whole bunch of patios in mere minutes. You gotta do each brick one by one. I like my time when I lay my brick. I like to whip my brick out and just lay it down gently. Nice and slow. Get each brick perfectly. Lined up nice hard wet brick. It's mighty weird of you how you compare laying down patio to Animal Crossing, Mike. Well, it's the only analogy I think the people will understand with the state of the world in the way that it is right now, I feel like Animal Crossing is the one thing that'll bring us all together. You know what I mean? Amen to that, Mike. I really I really agree with you on that there saying you just said while you were saying stuff. I, I try my best. You know me. I'm like old man Jenkins up in the tree with a, with a pinwheel. I'm just trying to catch the freaks. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done for sure. I think, uh, <laughs> I think it's over. Think you did it. <clears throat> well, we should at least sign off in the southern. We should let the southern people sign off the show. I say we sign off saying yeehaw. Oh, I like that. Fucking cooking and trucking. Oh. Okay. This is the boys from Critically Ashamed saying yeehaw. yee-haw. Cooking, trucking, and fucking. But mostly cooking. Oh, yeah. Bienvenidos.